What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Say It, Don't Spray It. Uh-oh. What's happening? <laughs> this is out. what? Episode number six. six. Well, we're, we're getting up there. We're grinding. Thanks to everybody that's listening to it. Uh, I know I think it brings you some laughter at least a couple times per episode. So it I brings think, us some laughter, so yeah. that's nice. Yeah, it's <laughs> funny. It's funny. So how you doing? I'm doing good. It was a good week. Uh, was out on the road. It's kind of my first week back in the saddle uh, at, with work. You know, I was down in San Antonio. Okay, enough work talk. Mm-mm. Okay, well. Done with work. How do you <laughs> feel right now? <laughs> Very good. Very energized. Mm, I'm the opposite because somebody was a little snorry McSnorry pants last night in bed. Ugh. Sorry. I had a couple think- uh, glasses of wine and then some sour monkey beers last night <laughs> and boom. Yeah, he had like three to four glasses of wine and then switched to sour monkeys, which are like high percentage of alcohol and i was like dude you know you already had wine he was like yeah this is my last one and then continues to go get one more after that and then sure enough once once we get in the bed it's party time asap like literally the second his eyes closed it was snore after snore after snore and i think i kicked you about like 16 times and none of the times you reacted whatsoever i was out KO. So I'm tired today. Well, you know. <laughs> That's my story. Get over it. I went through my whole cycle of positions and nothing worked. Yeah. Speaking of your positions, what about, like my dad said, he was like, when you go from one to two to three, and then four is back to like opposite of one, yeah. why don't you just go from one to four? That's too much change. Because you don't, see, you're falling asleep, so you don't want to do too much movement at the start. You want to gradually move your body so that you don't wake up too much. When you get to position number four, it's like, yep, we're moving. We're, we're, we're switching sides. Put it sides. in here, buddy. <laughs> yep. That's fair. So that's my reasoning. Thank you. Good night. I've, I've spent years perfecting this, these positions. I don't think it's perfected. It pretty much is. Well, it takes you two hours to fall asleep. That's not perfection. Well, true, but... Hey. Anyway, I'm tired, but this espresso martini we're drinking. Man, it's getting you a little kick in the ass. I'm a little like, my eyes are just like, yeah, open. <laughs> and my head is like, <laughs> like that's how my up. head is all the time. So. <laughs> so anyway, this is day one of our Christmas cocktail series. And today... For you, we have peppermint espresso martinis. It's good. Um, and courtesy to McKenna, one of my BFFs, she Shout gave out. us she gave us a good recipe, and this sh- this stuff kind of slaps. Slaps. I will say that if we'll go over the ingredients here in a second, but if you're not a huge peppermint fan, it's very heavy peppermint. <laughs> Trent so. took one sip and he goes, "Man." It's really heavy on the peppermint. I said, dude, it's a peppermint espresso martini. What do you expect? A little less peppermint. I'm like, okay, so you don't like it. No, it's growing on me. It's good. Uh, the more you it, drink it, the better it gets. It's very pepperminty, though, which I guess, like like she said, should have been known. Uh, it's in the name, dude. Known. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so ingredients here. We have one part Mr. Black cold brew coffee liqueur, which apparently is a game changer. McKenna was like, you have to get that and nothing else. It's good. And it smelled delicious. We didn't try it on its own, but it smelled pretty good. And then 
um, peppermint schnapps, one part. Uh, we got the what was it? The Smirnoff. 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 Um, so peppermint vodka, basically, and then one part heavy cream. And we used whipping cream, so I guess that's I the same that's, thing. Yeah, <laughs> hope that's the same thing. It looked we don't like know. cottage cheese when we poured it. Literally, in there. when it poured out, Trent was like, "Oh my god, it looks like cottage cheese," and I was like. Is this good? Is it gone bad? Like, are we I about like to cheese. regret this? <laughs> but it smelled okay, so I think we're fine. Anyway, then espresso, one shot of espresso, and espresso. <laughs> I, yeah, <laughs> I keep catching myself saying espresso instead of espresso. Yeah, like. Sorry, I'm just not. But yeah, fancy. so we didn't we didn't have a uh, espresso maker or whatever you use to do that. So. We went to Starbucks and got four shots of espresso. How and much was it? Like four dollars? Yeah, I don't, not I think, too bad. I think they ring it up wrong, but uh, that's cool. <laughs> oh, well. Good for us. Uh, <laughs> I was expecting it to be pretty expensive. Yeah, because I, I feel it was like, like four dollars a shot is what oh, I was yeah. thinking. Yeah, but it was only four dollars. Quad shots is what she said. So, little trick: if y'all don't have an espresso maker, you can still make these and just go to Starbucks and yeah. get some espresso. You might have to take out a loan. So then you have to put all of the ingredients in a mixer with ice. And then you got to shake, 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 shake. Like your mama gave it to you, boy. (laughs) Give it a hefty shake. And then you pour it in your martini glass. And we rimmed ours with um, frosting, little little vanilla icing to um, make it sticky. And then we rolled it in crushed peppermint. Yes, and that's what another oh, wait, reason not why. not peppermint. Uh, candy cane. Candy canes. Which is peppermint, right? Peppermint candy canes. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why I said peppermint. Just so much peppermint today. <laughs> My Delicious. mind's on peppermint. <laughs> okay, so that's, um, what do you rate it? I'll give it a 6.7 out of 10. Okay, I think I'm going to go, that's... I think I might go lower than that. Really? All right. Well, I'll change my answer. <laughs> okay. What's I thought your, you were going to be answer? higher than that. Okay. Not final answer. What's, what's yours? What's yours? You say yours first. I think I'd give it like a 6.2. I think you were accurate in the uh, six range. Well, I'm changing my answer to 5.3. No. Final I thought answer? You, yeah. Final answer. I thought you were going to be higher than that. So You can't make your rating based off of my rating. That's not how it works. Well, you like it more than me, so basically... No, I I never said I did. Oh, yeah. Yours is... Mine's, like, empty. Yours is, like, full, so... (laughs) I've taken, like, two sips. (laughs) (laughs) Oops. So, you rate it 5.3. Three. 6.2. There you have it, folks. Try it for yourself and and see if you like it. So, I got a lot of slack from last episode... Of people getting mad at the M word. And I don't understand what is so wrong with the word M-O-I-S-T. It's kind of gross. No, it's not. It's not that gross. I guess you Yeah. I don't know. Like, but, I just don't get it. But Why the, is it so nasty? Oh, God. He's doing it again. That's uh, ASMR. <laughs> moist edition. <laughs> he just said it. I wasn't going to say it. Everyone, I... I I knew I wasn't going to say the word, and then Trent just spit it out. So I'm sorry. I apologize for Trent over here. Sorry. Putting the M word out there. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, in other news, our outside Christmas lights are up. And they look beautiful. Uh, no matter what Jenny says, they, they look, look pretty beautiful. shitty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cord management. 
is not a strong suit of mine. So there's kind of cords. There's cords everywhere. Not everywhere. But there's like, like there's three separate things you, you have to look, plug up. Okay. So how am I going to do that? Well, when you, when, you look, when you look at our Christmas lights, you see cords and you don't see lights. So <laughs> That's a lot. there you have it. <laughs> there you have it, folks. Jenny hates Christmas. I do not. <laughs> um, so a big thing that's happened this week for us is we have a new pet. Yes, I, we, we have a new pet, Bogey. You know, we, we love Bogey a lot, but we just decided that we wanted another pet. And <laughs> no, we didn't decide anything. This. <laughs> we didn't go out searching for this pet. It just flew, it, flew right it, to it us. It found us. It, it said, y'all are my new parents, and I'm staying here in this house. And it's a what we think to be a white dove. Pigeon. It might be a pigeon. It's no, a pigeon. One, I think dove sounds better, so I'm going to call it a white dove. It sounds dove. cuter. Yeah. Dove, yeah. And yeah, it's I cute. Agree. So. It does look like it on its wing. It has like a birthmark. It looks like it got shit on. <laughs> it, it might have, but hey, don't be mean to our pet. This bird, this pigeon or dove, whatever you want to call it, almost attacked us one day. We were standing out in the backyard. Bogey was pottying, doing whatever he does, frolicking in the backyard. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, this bird comes swooping into our backyard. And I shit you not, it was two inches from my face. Yeah. It swooped down like and it was like a scene in a movie. It to me was like slow motion. Like I The attack of the bird. I like looked at it. I knew it was coming right towards me. Did you and make eye I contact? Yes, I think we did because after that moment <laughs> I was paralyzed. I could not move. You really didn't. I was like, oh my god! Ah! Trent was running. <laughs> Trent was like to the neighbor's house. Like. I thought he was going to pick me up, dude. I was like, oh my God. And I just literally froze. I stood there and I could not move a muscle. And it would have taken me, you know, like that scene in the proposal where he, the bird takes the dog. That would have been me. So yeah, anyway. I would have been tripping out. So that happened. And then the weirdest thing, we were cooking dinner one night. We don't see this bird after that. Like we, it attacked well, no, the, us. It was the first time was when we were cooking dinner. Oh, yeah. okay. Okay. So rewind. I guess we were cooking dinner on like a Thursday night and we were in the kitchen and we have this window in our kitchen and I was like, you know, whipping it up like I do. Cause I'm such a good chef. Whip it. All of a sudden the bird attacks the window, like flies into the window. Above the sink, yeah. Above the sink. And Trent was facing me, and I was facing the window. So I saw the whole thing happen. And Trent just like, his eyes got all big when he heard the noise. And I was like, (gasps) (laughs) I wish you just could have seen what happened. Like, it was crazy. And it was the white bird. So I was like, that's weird. Then we didn't think anything of it. And then it attacked us. So that was the second time we saw the bird. Then this bird decided... It was going to live at our house. And we... We're boys now. Like, me and the bird, I tried to... I put a glove on and tried to, like, (laughs) let it roost on my hand, but it didn't. (laughs) Unfortunately. uh, Like, I was standing out there like a National Geographic uh, (laughs) scientist trying to catch the bird. And that didn't work. But So it sits on top of our, um, like, a little ledge on top of our Front front door. And shits everywhere. And it literally shits on our welcome mat. <laughs> so welcome. that's fun. It's an asshole bird. Every time we come into our house, we step in bird shit. So that's fun. But then it, it just like hangs out like all day. There's a window right above our front door. So I can see it just hanging out outside above our front door. And, you know, I've gotten used to the bird and I kind of like him. 
Me too. Like, he's a nice bird. Well, so I did some research, and apparently when a white dove, and I'm going to call it a dove, it might be a pigeon, pigeon, but I'm going to pretend that it's They're the same thing. We looked it up. True. It is the same thing. But apparently white doves are symbolic of new beginnings, peace, prosperity, fidelity, love, and luck. And if that just doesn't describe us in a nutshell, I don't know what does. So thanks to that (laughs) dove or pigeon for showing up. Yeah. Um, And it says, seeing a white dove means you are about to receive plenty blessings in your life. I already have plenty of blessings. Well, apparently they're coming for us. We've got blessings. Blessings. Bless up. Bless up. (laughs) Bless up for the blessing. So that's our new pet. And that's the moral of the story. So we have not named him yet. Let's name him right here on this podcast. How about like Tim? (laughs) (laughs) Tim the pigeon. Tim. I kind of like it. Tim. Has a good ring to it. There you have it, folks. Tim the pigeon. Tim the dove. Whatever he is. <laughs> he doesn't know who he is. He's he's struggling with his yeah. identity. Yeah, well, we can't judge him because, you know, you get canceled for that. So It's time for a quick advertisement from our Amazon favorites. These martini glasses and the cocktail mixer we are using for our Christmas cocktail series were purchased from Amazon at a fantastic price and shipped overnight to our door. These long-stemmed, elegant martini glasses are the perfect addition to your bar cart this holiday season. For my guys out there, if you want to look swag this winter, and I have the solution for you. I purchased a fleece-lined puffer vest from Amazon that I can wear over any long-sleeve shirt and will immediately elevate my outfit. Ladies, This is a perfect gift to give your significant other or husband for Christmas. Don't be lame. Throw on a puffy vest and turn your swag on. Take a look in the mirror and say, what's up? What's What's up? What's up? 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 (laughs) So help us help you and use the links in the description of this episode to purchase any of our Amazon favorites of the week. All right. Well, back to the episode. (laughs) Um, So a lot happened this week. It was a big week for us. We watched a lot of shows. We watched a lot of movies. We listened to a lot of music. It was a big week. So we have a lot to discuss here. Yeah. Where should we begin? I think we, one of the first uh, movies we watched was Spirited on Apple Plus. It has, it's the new Will, Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds, like musical spoof, spoof or whatever you, you say. Is that what you say? Um, like a parody kind yeah, of like parody, they, they yeah. make fun of musicals like in it. Is what, yeah. it pretty much is a musical like they sing and dance in it randomly and it's funny as you would in like, a musical and Will Fer- Ferrell singing is hilarious because you can't like <laughs> take him serious the Which, whole time I was just laughing at Will Ferrell like <laughs> <laughs> like obviously it's not meant to be serious but like it's like come on it's Will Ferrell so it's, it's hilarious. funny it's a good watch like Ryan Reynolds and Will Ferrell toge- together is a good combo. Mm-hmm. It's like peas and carrots. <laughs> That's Forrest Gump. I know. For those people <laughs> out there that know what that is. Um, so it had a great message. It's a good holiday spirited movie, um, hence the name. But yeah. what would you rate it? Uh, I didn't think it was like my favorite movie. So. Yeah. Okay. This was hilarious. Afterwards, I'm like debriefing the movie with Trent, and I'm like, it was a really good message. And he was like, oh, what was the message? (laughs) And I was like, did you even watch the movie? Like, I swear, Trent probably doesn't get messages of any movie. He just watches it and like, 
everything goes over his head. Maybe. <laughs> but. Anyway, it had a good message, so. Yeah, so I rate it like a, well, it's right in the middle, probably like a five. Okay. 5. I rate it like 0. a 6.8. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty good. good. Pretty good. It's not like a 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Might even be like a 15 on Rotten Tomatoes, but. You know. I don't know about that. <laughs> and then the next night we watched Elf. First time of the season, so. First of many, man, apparently. Man, does it just, it hits right. That movie just, I, it's a feel-good movie. And it does make you feel good, because it's funny. Bogey watched the whole thing. Our dog loves that movie, so he definitely is my dog. <laughs> he seriously was sitting on the couch watching the whole thing. He saw a dog today. <laughs> Guess what? I saw a dog today. <laughs> Buddy the Elf, what's your favorite color? Uh, it never gets old. What's so. the... Um, he changed the batteries in the smoke detector. Triple A's. Triple A's. <laughs> oh, do, do Buddy's diaper. Um, His name is Buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I almost fell over in my chair. <laughs> what is it? Little Buddy Productions. His name is Buddy. Have you seen the toilets? They're ginormous. <laughs> Great movie. I just like to smile. Smiling's my favorite. Santa? I know him. <laughs> Okay, I think I'm done. Um, moving on. We finished Dead to Me, which is the third and final season. They're not doing any more seasons of it. And honestly, very depressing. I think I was bawling my eyes out the whole time. You were. And once the last episode finished, I think I couldn't stop crying for a solid hour. Yeah, it, no, literally. It really rocked me. And I, I don't think I really loved the season. Like, it wasn't that good. I was like, are you crying? Like 30 minutes later, and she was like, yes. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> a thing about me is I cry, like if the music changes in a movie or a show and it goes into like sad music, I immediately start crying. Yeah. Like there's no, do. it doesn't even matter what's happening. If the music is sad, let the tears flow. It's, it's happening. They're so flowing. I get it from my dad. He goes to movie theaters with a thing of tissues. A Kleenex box because he cries his eyes out at movies all the time. So thanks, Dad. <laughs> Shout out, Chris G. Shout out. <laughs> yeah, so um, very sad. Wasn't a great ending, but did you know that, um, what's her name? Christina Applegate has MS. Which and she that? found the, the blonde haired girl? Mm hmm. She found out during the third season while they were filming it. That's probably why she. Blew up like a blowfish. Oh, my God, Trent. Oh, sorry. <laughs> she gained a little weight, but probably because she has MS. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Maybe I said it, like, harsh, but, like... Yeah, jeez. Sorry, uh, Mrs. Yeah, Applegate. Apo apologize right now. <laughs> uh, I'll uh, send her a very strongly worded email with my apologies. Um, yeah, so just a warning. We won't spoil anything for you, but if you watch Dead to Me, just just be prepared to be sad for the rest of the week. <laughs> um, moving on to music. Oh, yeah. So one of my favorite, he's top. One of my favorite artists probably of all time is Dermot Kennedy. Dermot the Kermit. Dermot the Kermit. We've already talked about him a yeah, bunch. Yeah, we have. So he just came out with a new album first time in like two years probably. He's been working on this album for two years. I know years. it's been three years. Three he said. years. Yeah. Like, yeah. Every every month, Trent's like, 
when's when's he gonna drop it? Yeah, and so, he, Trent's been starting to get pissed at Dermot. Like, yeah, like, dude, what what have you been doing? <laughs> <laughs> but no, he, it's a good album. It's some songs on there that it's really. If you don't know who Dermot Kennedy is, he's very he has a very strong voice and very emotional singer. Yeah, his so lyrics it, are very emotional. Yeah, but it's very good. He's got a very good voice, and like it would really. If you're like a depressed person, or if you just like, if nah. you if you just broke up with someone and you're. You're in a low time in your life. This is the music you play, like, in your car to sob to. Just to let y'all know, I am not depressed. And I thought, when I first <laughs> met you, I seriously thought you might be low-key depressed. Uh, All the music you listen to is, like, sad girl summer. <laughs> I like music. And I, our, our listeners will say, oh, my God, he, every song of the week is great. Every time. Yeah, so okay. thanks, everybody, for saying that. You've gotten zero comments <laughs> Because we don't post no it. No one has commented on it. Well, they listen to it. I don't know. Please about comment that. this week if you listen to the song of the week. Yeah. Please. Give us a comment. Please, for me. <laughs> um, what are your favorite songs on the album? It's called Sonder, by the way. Sonder. Sonder. I don't Sonder. know what that means. Oh, he said what it me- meant in that video well, sound, that we watched. It sounds very like relaxing. And- he said it's something about. Um, Empathy, yeah. like uh, realizing that everyone's lives are like everyone's going through shit. Yeah. And so it's realizing that everyone's kind of on the same level and that you should treat everyone nicely because you don't know what they're going through. That was beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> but yes, so he's like... Those big, were the words of Dermot, and he, and the he's, Kermit. <laughs> he's from Ireland too, so if you haven't heard him, that's probably why he's not huge yet. I think he's getting there. He's, oh, he's big. He's I know a lot of people know him and like him. He's nasty. Look him up. So what were your favorite songs? Uh, favorite songs on the album, One Life. It has like a like an uppity vibe to it. An uppity. It's an and uppity. And Already Gone <laughs> is a good one too. So check those out. Those are not my songs of the week, but... But they're good. If you good go songs. listen to the album, listen to those two. They're pretty yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. They're pretty swag. They're pretty swag. In other news, Morgan Wallen dropped three new singles. He blessed us with three new singles, and he dropped some tour dates, which I will not be going to see him in tour because I already did that, and it was depressing. Um, here's the thing. I have a bone to pick with Morgan Wallen. In all of his songs, literally every single one, well, I guess the most recent songs. You can't hear him. It's like in the studio, they were like, let's amp up the instruments on this one and, and turn Morgan's voice down. Like, no one needs to hear them or, or hear him. Yeah, so, like, you well, listen to it and you're like, is that Morgan singing? What, well, what's he saying? Maybe he doesn't have a good voice. Maybe. Or maybe. I feel that- like every time we listen to him, like, even live, like, they amp up his band so much that you can't hear him yeah well i thought you could hear him pretty good when he was in south haven but like i don't know something about listening to it like those songs that we listened to the other day his new ones Mm -hmm. and then we watched the during covid we watched his on youtube or whatever he had like some mini concert on youtube and we couldn't hear it and then yeah oh yeah that's when uh your favorite artist ben burgess made a guest appearance (laughs) and he was hammered (laughs) That was the funniest thing. It was like Morgan Wallen was performing, what song? Outlaw. Yeah. On his new album. And Ben Burgess is the guy that sings it with him. And 
He was hammered. He came out so drunk, like could not even sing the song. It was hilarious. We were dying laughing. It's my favorite artist after that moment. So. <laughs> yeah, Trent loves him. <laughs> so I got my eyebrows done this week and I did something new. I got my eyebrows laminated. And Trent has the most beautiful uh, eyebrows. I don't know if anyone's noticed, but they're so bushy and so luscious and so Check them out nice. next time you see me. And I was like, I want my eyebrows to look more like Trent's. So You can pet them if you want. I had to pay $100 to go get my eyebrows laminated to look more like my fiancé's. So that's great. They look great. I think okay, but I woke great. up today with a massive scar on my face you from did. when she waxed it's them. It's like a cut. It's not a scar. Yeah, it's like a burn almost. You can see it. It kind of looks awesome. I should sue. It looks awesome, though. No, it kind of looks crappy. Well, like, like this is to for my people out there. This is what it looks like. Looks like <laughs> if if somebody like if you're walking through the woods or something, which I don't know why anybody would be walking through the woods unless you're hunting, and like <laughs> the person in front of you pulls back a branch by accident and it, and it whips back and hits you in the face. That's what it looks like. It's just cut on her eye, right above her eye. But it looks cool. I like it. Thanks. I might keep it just for you. <laughs> We're going to go in the woods every now and then so I can redo it. <laughs> There's this TikTok trend going around uh, recently, and it's you have to say your icks about your partner, and I thought we should do it right here on the pod. Gross. If you don't, if you don't know what an ick is, it's like things that your significant other does that like, ugh, like just... Isn't like gross, but like gives you the heebie-jeebies. Yeah. You, you go first. <laughs> you go first. Okay. I have some good ones. Like, let's not get like, you got like five of them. I only got one. So. Well, I have two. <laughs> That's fine. That's it. Okay. So the first one is anytime we're like walking bogey or really, no, just in general, Trent. Trent is a very relaxed person. Anyone that knows Trent, he's very laid back. He's very go with the flow. He's like carefree. I am a more type A person than Trent for sure. But whenever it comes to bogey, he will get so freaked out if bogey does anything. And all of a sudden, he'll be like, bogey, bogey, (laughs) bogey. Like, and get so anal about everything Bogey does. It's like, dude, just well, he's, just relax. One, he's not he's, doing anything. When we walk him behind our house, he's off leash. So, like, that worries me that, you know, some other people are going to be walking around. and Which he, he does very Literally well. Literally no one's in sight. <laughs> he does very well and stays close to us and listens to us. But it's just a matter of you're not supposed to do that. So... I'm like freaking out and want uh, him to be next to us and close to us so he doesn't create issues and get us in trouble. Yeah, well, Trent. Oh, and another thing is like Trent has this fear. We walk bogey off leash a lot because he wears an e-collar and he's very like he is well behaved. He listens to us. And anytime he's off leash, Trent has this massive fear that someone is going to like get mad at him for having his dog off leash. Well, that's what I just said. So we'll like pass people and he'll be like, what if that guy just came up to me and like yelled at me for having bogey off leash? <laughs> and this is what I would say to him. He like has his responses yeah. ready. Oh yeah. I'm ready. And he'd be like, if that person said something, I would have said this. Like but he, I probably wouldn't. So I'd funny. be like, Oh my God, I'm sorry. You know, I'd be <laughs> yeah. like in the moment he would like, Shut down and just say, oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Well. Um, another thing is 
whenever Trent's on his phone or typing on his computer, he makes the funniest face. And if I could... That's a dick? Well, it's like not funny. It's like kind of like, what are you doing with your face? It's like, if I could describe the face with a sound, it would be like... Oh my gosh! <laughs> like it look, his face looks like he is trying to push out the massivest turd. Massivest, <laughs> the most massive turd, <laughs> biggest. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's what his face looks like, and I'm like, dude, relax your face. <laughs> so that's that's a nick. Your well, turn. My ick is so. Jenny has. Uh, she blows her nose without a tissue sometimes. And I'm like, do you want a tissue? And she just randomly does it. There's like probably boogers all over the freaking ceiling sometimes. It's like, hey, do you want a tissue? No, I'm good. Clearly, you need a tissue. And she's like, no, I'm good. So Every that's time, my I'm like, nah, I'm good. And it scares me too. Like sometimes we just lay in there and she's like straight blows her nose. Okay, well, it's- and it's like, oh my God, my heart drops. Okay, here we go. Have you seen my nose? Have you seen how small my snoddles are? It's cute. My nostrils, which I call snoddles, are the smallest things ever. So I don't have a very big airway in my nose holes. So sometimes when I lay down to go to sleep, I struggle to breathe through my nose. And I am not a mouth sleeper. I have to breathe through my nose to be able to fall asleep. So sometimes the airway gets clogged with, you know, whatever... And I will say nothing comes out whenever I do it. So I'm not blowing snot everywhere. Sometimes I am, but (laughs) very rarely. There is a box of tissues right next to her bed. (laughs) And I never grab them ever. Ever. So that's my ick. Uh, Well, that's me defending my ick. So, ha. Well, well. So earlier this week, me and Trent were having this discussion and I was kind of just asking him about baseball, his baseball career, and kind of like if he could go back in time and redo everything involving his baseball career, would he? Yeah. Like, would he do anything different? Yeah. I mean, obviously, uh, everybody, I think the end goal is to, you want to play in the major leagues, you know, or whatever. So... I guess you like to think about things that you did back when you were in high school that could have paved an easier path for you. Right. Yeah. You're like, yeah, yeah, I would change that for sure. What would you change? I don't know. I thought like in high school, I was like, I just wanted to hang out with my friends. Like, (laughs) you just want to be with boys, boys, the girls, whoever. Uh Oh, (laughs) Trent. No, well, the thing is, big ladies, man. Well, like my group of friends was like probably three guys and like four or five girls that we all hung out together. And uh, the thing is, like, I just wanted to hang out with them. And uh, you didn't think too much about baseball. Well, yeah, I wanted to be at baseball during fourth period or whatever, and then I wanted to go hang out with friends. And then, so I didn't practice more than I should, and. You know, I kind of just slacked off, I guess you could say. So I didn't try to build my craft yeah. and get better. I was just, you know, naturally in high school, I was just, you know, you were one, of the, one of the better ones. So Big hitter. Big hitter. Dinger derby. <laughs> Every so, time. Yeah, so I think one thing that I would have changed in high school 
was to practice more, take an hour out of a day or whatever, hit extra balls, you know, throw, take ground balls, whatever it was, and then hang out with friends. You can still hang out with friends, but you need to work so on I'm, your craft. I'm guessing your parents didn't push you very hard to, like, do that kind of stuff. Like, they weren't on you, like, go to pra- like go to extra oh, yeah. batting practice. Like, no, get in there. They okay. They were, you know, go to practice, obviously. I'd never skip practice or nothing. Right. But they, they didn't ever pressure me to do that extra stuff, extra reps, extra right. stuff, which is fine. And I like that. You know, so when was the moment that you like knew that you were better than everyone else at baseball and that you could like go to college for it and uh, maybe make a career out of it? Well, not that I was better than everybody else, but humble. He's uh, humble. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, <laughs> I had just all my coaches would always say, you know, you're just naturally gifted and I can hit a little bit. And, you know, they were like, you really need to go to college or. Right. But, you know, I didn't really have people looking at me, and I didn't commit anywhere to junior college until after my senior year. So most people probably commit, you know, like during their senior year or Mm -hmm. before their senior year even starts. But I was uh, overlooked, I guess you could say. So Okay. Which was odd, you know, but, you know, I I was in the – it was a weird mix between, like – I could play D1, but they kind of overlooked me and, you know, didn't offer me any scholarships, which is mm-hmm. fine, you know, and I love the path that I went so on. So that's how you went to JUCO. Yeah, you, and then okay. junior college maybe thought, okay, well, is he going to commit to us or whatever it is. Right. So, yeah. And then Northeast Mississippi Community College, shout out, shout out, shout out. So if you could go back, you definitely would still want to go to JUCO. You yes. wouldn't want to go straight to, okay. No, yes, uh, I've made, you know, some of my best friends right. in the world mm-hmm. through junior college. I think who, you know. I think Trent peaked in junior college. <laughs> three, I think four, four, I guess just about all of the people that are in our wedding mm-hmm. I met from junior college. Yeah. Didn't know them a single day, you know, before that. And uh, it was great. Junior college was awesome. So how did Memphis come about? How did you... It was kind of the same, like the same deal. Well, where were you wanting? Like, was there a certain college no. you like really well, wanted to go to? I was already pretty much committed to going to Mississippi State as a student. Oh. Yeah. So, like, what happened was we were playing. Good dogs. Good dogs. <laughs> we were playing. Uh, who were we playing? I think East Mississippi Community College. And the Memphis, one of the Memphis coaches was there mm-hmm. to watch one of their players. Oh, okay. Devon, actually. Shout ah. out Devon. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I like snapped that game. I think Devon was putting down ones, 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 right down the middle. Here it mm-hmm. comes, you know. Shout out right. Devon. <laughs> Again. And uh, so I had I went like five or seven with like four doubles and a home run. And, uh, and then they called me, or I don't even remember how it really happened, but they called or uh, talked to me after the game. And, you know, I was stoked you know <laughs> and uh so that happened and that was kind of like the same with uh my senior year of high school it was like late may early june and then all it was of a just sudden. like all the committed you know to going to school at state right. and yeah and then that happened so interesting that was fun 
it's it's funny because like we kind of have very different high school experiences and like the way that we like I guess approached our hobbies and stuff because like I I was really into musical theater like I was a big theater yeah, kid let's, I did let's, yeah let's I talk did, about that I did shows all the time and uh Class Act, shout out Class Act, was, was where I did all my shows. It was community, community theater, so I didn't necessarily do it at school. It was outside of school, but I you know, was really good at it. I was good at singing. I was good at acting. I was a really good dancer, and, and I really you know, went into it. Like That was my main focus in, in high school, and I didn't really hang out with friends. I wasn't a big social butterfly, mainly because I was dealing with my own shit in high school. Like, yeah. I had a really bad eating disorder. I had really bad anxiety. I just, so I really just took that and like dove into my hobby uh, to kind of like help me through that, I guess. Like as a, like as a crutch or like, yeah. uh, like try yeah. to take your mind off of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And once I got like into senior year of high school, I, I was getting better, you know, mentally. Like I, I kind of was, was out of my, I got better and stuff and, and I was starting to think about like college and, and I was thinking like, do I want to do this? Like, do I want to go to musical theater school and try to make it to Broadway? Because that's really the only thing that musical theater kids can do. Like that's the biggest thing. Um, I think a lot of them too start with musical theater, like even the big actors, right? A lot of yeah. them. Mm-hmm. Not, so, probably not as much anymore. Yeah, but and like, then they go to, into acting and they move to Hollywood and they yeah. yeah, and they do that. So that could have been an option. But anyway, I just, I I realized that I'm way too hard on myself. Yeah, you are. <laughs> and that I would not be able to survive in that world because it's so cutthroat and you get told no all the time over and over again. And I don't think that my self-confidence was high enough to handle that. Yeah. And so I, I realized that it probably wasn't for me and like the schedule of it all, like kind of late nights. Yeah. Not for me. (laughs) So anyway, I, I kind of, I've, I turned a path and, and then I got into exercise a ton, which was kind of like a, kind of like my eating disorder being like, Oh, let's focus on something else that can, that can make me happy, which was exercising a ton. So I, I turned to that and then that's how I went to kinesiology and, and studied exercise in school. And then so, now I'm in the So it was your senior the, year that you decided that you're kind of done with uh class act. I think I kind of knew before that. I think yeah. I, like everyone kept telling me like, Jenny, you could really do this. Like you would be so like, you're going to make it, you're going to make it to Broadway. You're going to blah, 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 blah. And I just was like, I don't know if I want to. I just always, always in the back of my head was like, I don't think I want to. Yeah. So it wasn't a like decision I definitely made in senior year. I was like, oh yeah, no, I just kind of knew. Well, so, and then I know, uh, recently, I guess ever since we moved to Texas, people have kind of reached out to you and like, Hey, would you be willing to do this? Is that still on the table? Or do you think that you would like to get back into that at some point? Just I don't for know. fun? Or, you know, teach or choreograph? Or I, I used to teach a lot. Like, I used to choreograph for class act a lot. And when I was in college, I would always come back and choreograph shows and choreograph yeah. their show choir and stuff like that. And and I enjoyed that. It's just, at this point, I haven't done that in so long. It's like, 
I feel almost that I've lost my my craft. Yeah. Like kind of would you be able to go and hit No. Absolutely not. Like having at bat and well it would be strike one, strike two, and <laughs> strike three, you're out of here. Right. Like I just I feel like and now I I think back then I I had no sense of like I didn't get nervous being in front of a ton of people on stage. Like that was natural to me. It came naturally and that's just what I did and I was good at it. Now I feel like if I were to get on stage and like be in front of a ton of people, I'd I'd get nervous and well, I I, I feel like I would choke. You would, you would get nervous. It's like at I, I'm first. not used to it anymore. <laughs> well, yeah, but I guarantee you would practice enough to be confident that you could do it for sure. Yeah, and like the the difference between your parents and my parents, your parents were kind of a little bit seems like standoffish in a way, like kind of let you laid back. Yeah. was the better word, I guess. Sure. Um, yeah, not standoffish, but, um, they just kind of let you do your thing. And if they didn't ever pressure you to do certain right. stuff, my parents on the other hand, <laughs> shout out parents, <laughs> they didn't pressure me, but there was definitely like, if you were good at something, you were going to be the best at it. It, and which was a, an amazing thing. Like, I'm so thankful that they were like that because now I live my life striving to be the best at everything I do, which is a great quality. Um, it just was, it was very like, like my sister, I can remember them pushing her really hard to go to um, college to be a softball player. Like and she it was, did. congratulations, and she did. Jamie. Yeah. And then I didn't do any of that. So I, <laughs> But they they pushed me to be the best I could at musical you know theater musical theater, and they they signed me up for voice lessons, and they did everything possible to make sure that I had the tools to be the best. So I'm like really thankful for that, and I mm-hmm. and it's kind of interesting. Like we've kind of talked about it. Like how are we going to parent our kids with their hobbies? Kind of like how is is the way that we were raised and it going to affect the, the way that we raise yeah. our kids. Like, so it's, it's just interesting. Yeah. And it, I mean, it all led us to where we are now. So if you like, when was, when, when was the point, I guess, did you ever think you were going to go pro? No. Okay. You never like in your mind were like, yeah, I'm well, I'm a be senior year at Memphis. I had a pretty good year, and it was like maybe a thought in the back of my mind was like, oh, maybe I might get surprised drafted or something or picked up by somebody. Mm-hmm. But no, I, I did not. And you know, it all everything happens for a reason, and right, I'm kind of grateful for that. I don't, yeah, I don't know if I was good enough to make it to the major leagues, but it would have been cool to experience that for sure. So how did you, like, how did the whole sales thing come about? Because you... I don't know. Because it's kind of like... eh, Well, yeah, so... Very random, I guess. After school uh, at Memphis, our associate athletic director knew the CEO of my first company that I worked for. Mm -hmm. And they were looking for somebody in the Memphis area. So they interviewed me, went well, did it. So, like, it was in construction materials and... I never saw myself doing that. Didn't have any background in okay. that. 
And it was just something that kind of happened. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm kind of thankful for that because I'm back doing that, honestly. Okay. Uh, so, like, you never in your mind were like, yeah, I'm going to do sales for you know, no construction, whatever. No. I mean, no, <laughs> not at all. So what did you think you were going to do? Did you ever have a thought in your mind of what your career was going to be when you were playing baseball? No, not really. You never I thought about I it. I wasn't like the best at school, so <laughs> which you could probably imagine, but I wasn't very good at school. So <laughs> you were struggling to read that advertisement before. Hey. And, uh, <laughs> and so like my mom says that I want to do like or wanted to do like architecture or engineering cuz that's interesting to me. Mm-hmm. But like no chance I could have got through school. Right. Yeah, Which is fine, and it's a lot of hard stuff that you got to learn too. So, I don't know. I'm basically calling myself a dumbass. So, <laughs> well, so if you could choose to do any career, any any career in the entire world, and you could be really good at it, no matter what it is, you already have all the strengths. You you're really good at it. What career would you choose? I think, like I just said, I think architecture because I think like. Being able to design, whether it's a building or a house or like a landscape or anything, I think would be cool. And like the way that you kind of use your imagination to design stuff, I think I would be good at that. But why would you not choose like golf, be a professional golfer? Well, I mean, obviously I would want to do that. (laughs) Well, like that's why that's the question. No, like you could be literally anything. Do anything. I'm gonna stick with my I'm gonna stick with my guns. Really? Yeah, I really like to keep that as a hobby. And, okay. Because uh, I think like golf, yeah, great. You know, obviously one of the probably easiest, if you're good, way to make money. Just mm-hmm. I mean, it's not easy by any means, but like, but then again, you think about it, if you're making money, you're not with your family the whole weekend, pretty much. So, yeah, the schedule kind of seems yeah. like it sucks. So you're making great money, obviously. So like if you had the chance to be an MLB star, would you want to? Yeah. Because of the schedule? Because like the schedule sucks. Yeah. It does. And you're away from your family and all that kind of crap. Yeah, but th- I mean, there's schedule sucks, <laughs> but like even with golf too, it's like you're hitting a ball and you're getting paid millions of dollars. Yeah. So like. So you'd do it. Yes, I would do it. <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> what about you? What, what would you, or like if you could have, however you worded it, how'd you work? Um, you were already good at whatever you wanted to choose. And you didn't have to learn it. You just naturally were good at it or it came with you choosing that. What would it be? <laughs> That's hard. Maybe. Something like this, like a podcaster, like I really, yeah. I, I would enjoy that, like sitting down with people and talking to them and recording it and getting paid for it. That'd be cool. That would be cool. Um, and then maybe like, I think it'd be co- something performance wise. Like mm-hmm. I've always wanted to do something where I can utilize my strengths in performing. So like a comedian or something or like a motivational speaker, like something like that, like where I had to get on stage and talk to a bunch of people and be good at it. A motivator. I think you can motivate. I think you'd be good at that. Get down. Give me one more rep. 
No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so. That's funny. So if you could go back uh, to high school, would you? Yeah. Uh, what? I was, I, me and McKenna were talking about this the other day. I was like, I, th- I feel like that question describes a person with the way that they answer it. Why? Because high school is like the most telling time of your life, kind of, in a well, way. Yeah. I mean, like, I think it, yes, because you don't necessarily have any responsibility. So you're kind of just like out there, you know, making friends, hanging out with your friends, not having to pay bills, not having to, you know, worry about your career. Doing bad things. Like Trent. Doing bad things. That was my <laughs> repertoire. <laughs> Getting into trouble. Well, yeah. We all do it. So you so you wouldn't? Heck no. High school was the most miserable years of my life. But and I would never way, go back. If you go back, what would you change? How about that? Like, if you could go back, how would you approach, knowing what you know now, how would you approach your situation? I think I would care less about what pe- other people think of me. Yeah. And I would put, like, I I don't know. I just feel, I would just live my life the way I wanted to and not feel like I needed to look a certain way or, or to be a, impress anyone and be a certain person. And because I always wanted to be like, the cool yeah. girl, the the cheerleader, the, the skinny cool. girl, the you know, like all those things and popular. Yeah, and it it just it took a toll on me. Right. <laughs> Obviously, like. <laughs> well, you kind of just answered I, like the next question too. Is that kind of what you would tell your high school self? Or like, yeah, is that what you would tell? Your high school self. I think I would tell my high school self that there's so much more to life. Than what other people think about you? Than the way you look. Yeah. Because I was so freaking concerned with the way that I looked. And I just wanted to be skinny. And I wanted to not eat for days. and Just so that I could be skinny. And I thought that that was the key to my happiness. And sure enough, (laughs) not the case. Yeah. Well... (laughs) I mean, you lived it, you learned from it, and, you know, everything's steady Eddie now, you know? What about you? I would, you know, I don't, I think, like, a cliche answer is, like, that everything happens for a reason, kind of like, just like with the way my path took me with going to junior college and, you know, relationships and, like, you know, everything kind of splits you up and you meet people for certain reasons and you know like for example like the job that I almost or a couple months ago applied for a job and I didn't get it turns out I even got a better opportunity now right so like just everything yeah and you were like really bummed about not really getting that job stressed about but it then... and bummed out about it and you know it turns out it was for the better it happens for a reason right and I think you know just telling my high school self that Stay on the path, you know. Right. There's, it, you're on the right path. Don't try to change it, kind of, you know. So right. that's what I think. Wow, very motivational, <sighs> very inspiring. Inspo, inspo. 
All right, time for unpopular opinions. <laughs> Here we go. Lighten the mood a little bit. Here we go. All right. Uh, my unpopular opinion for this week is that pie is better than cake. Any pie. My favorite dessert of all time, I'm going to probably get roasted for this, is lemon pie. And my the reason for that is not only did, is it wonderful and tastes great, and it's at every holiday function that my family has. My grandmother made it from scratch. Little granny. Little granny. So that pie is better than Ooh. cake. Uh, yeah, I don't know about that. I've never even had a good cake. A uh, cookie cake? Bomb. Well, that's every year for my birthday, my getting cookie cake for sure. And I always take the pieces with the most icing because that's the best part. And Spencer White, I'm middle. always going to steal the pieces with the icing. So Even ha. if it's the middle of the cake, there'll be a circle cut out. Yeah, I will cut the pieces with the most icing and eat it. <laughs> Oops. All right, what's yours? The snooze button should be illegal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I agree with that. You do? But you could also... You use the snooze button every single day. Well, I do. You're but... the reason I think the <laughs> snooze button should be illegal. Well, because I'm notorious for like... Let's wake up at 8 o'clock or 7 o'clock, whatever it is. And then, like, the alarm goes off. I'm like, I don't want to get up yet. Yeah. See? No. Mm-mm. I'm like, in Give my mind? Give yourself that time to sleep in and then set the alarm for the time that you actually want to wake up and freaking wake up. If you... I am... I'm the type of person that when my alarm goes off, I am out of the bed. I'm That's ready how to I go. Used to be. I'm like, it takes me one second to wake up and get into it. That's how I used to be. And because of you, I've gotten a little, a little lax and a little lazy. Because of and, me. And and that I do not appreciate. Well, I'm sorry. Because now when the alarm goes off, I'm like, oh, is he going to hit snooze? And probably. So I think. It should, we should just be done with the snooze button because it causes people to be like late too. Because sometimes, oh, that's the thing. <laughs> when you, when you press stop or restart, I don't know what the buttons are. What are the buttons? If you press stop, then it t- turns it off. If you press snooze. Then so obviously. people accidentally press stop when they really want to press snooze and then you're late to work and you're late to school and you're screwed. Well, I've never done that. So she's not talking about me. I so think you've done that. My lesson for Jenny is that. that she needs to get over it. Well, here's the thing. You can get rid of the snooze button and you can just set a bunch of alarms well, yeah, so for certain times. That's the same thing, basically. You no, but then, but then your alarm is guaranteed to go off and there's nothing you have to press. And you won't be worried about pressing the wrong thing. So, ha. Huh. <laughs> well, there you have it, folks. The snooze <laughs> button should be illegal. <laughs> All right, well, that's that's, a, that's, that's a good episode. I think with it that we got some good stuff out there, and uh, yeah, we did a lot this week. So, um, Trent's birthday is next Friday. Next Friday, everybody, please. December 9th, we will be dropping a special birthday episode. So stay tuned for that next Sunday. Um, we'll probably record it the day after Trent's birthday on yeah, Saturday. I'll post but- my uh, Venmo. On Instagram, y'all can Venmo me, <laughs> and I will appreciate it. Thank you. So um, we're gonna celebrate that next week. We're going to a fancy dinner. Ooh. We have a reservation. Got that resi. 
<laughs> so we'll do that. And then um, make sure you check out our Instagram at say it underscore don't spray it underscore um, and send us your favorite Christmas cocktails because we need more recipes because next week um, we're going to need to make a fun little Christmas cocktail. So send us. Yeah. Send, you'll, send like we said last way. week, you will get a shout out if you send it and we use it. Yep. And, and again, shout out to McKenna for these uh, out, peppermint espresso out. martinis. Um, yeah. And so we'll leave you with this. So my number one song of 2022 was Rush by The Brook and The Bluff. Great song. Very relaxing. Very chill. Check it out. <laughs> Depressing. The <laughs> Rush by The Brook and The Bluff. Check it out. All right, guys. That's it for this week. We will see y'all next week. Uh, bye-bye. Bye-bye.